Hello, dear friends. It's Carly, and welcome to another episode of the I Learned Podcast. I realize listening back to these that you can pretty much always hear me like settling into my chair and sloshing about um, because there's just something about <sighs> coming in here and greeting you and entering this space that has me just like getting comfy in my chair. And I love that. I love uh, the distinct energetic space that recording these episodes are, is. Either one, all of the above, doesn't matter. It's really nice. It's really nice in here. And I thank you for sharing this space with me, like literally from the bottom of my heart. There are some of you who are like legit sharing this space with me that are like Johnny on the spot listening to these brand new episodes as soon as they come out, Um, which is just so cool. I mean, I feel like to some extent you all are here with me now, you know, like energetically and that we really do share this space where We can be vulnerable and we can ask questions and try to figure out who we are and what are we doing here? What is, what is my life for? That's a question that, you know, as you've heard over the last 36 episodes, like I, I ponder that one pretty regularly. What is my life for? What's the purpose of this? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, I know it's something like when you walk into a room and you forget immediately, like why you came in there. I did that a little bit ago, right before I was going to record this, I decided my glasses were dirty and I needed to get them clean so that I could record the podcast episode, even though obviously like my glasses being clean or dirty doesn't really matter. It was, I recognize it as like one of those little things that's like, not quite yet, not quite yet. Like just a little bit more because when I go in there to clean my glasses, I walked like past the glasses cleaner on into the bathroom and was like, wait, why was I coming in here? (laughs) And then I cleaned my glasses and then I saw a plant that looked thirsty and I ended up watering all the plants in my bedroom that needed it. Um, which there's like 30 some plants in there. So yeah, it takes a minute. And so, yeah, like all my little baby procrastination to go clean my glasses. One, I almost forgot what mission I was even on, but two, it then turned into a much larger mission where all my bedroom plants got a drink of water because going with the flow, like why the hell not? There's nothing serious going on here. So if I forget why I went in there, if I add to the reason that I went in there, I just, I love this life that I'm living where I have such an abundance of free space that I get to just like wander around from one task to the next, like, and have this like really easy, open-ended intention of right place, right time. Everything is always working out for me. I don't need to control exactly what that looks like, exactly what that means in my life. I don't, I mean, I have some outcomes that I would, I would like to see those. I would like to live those. That'd be really cool. Um, and I know just from, you know, what I've lived so far and studying with Abraham and all of that, that like basically anything I want, I can have not even basically like, I mean, from what she says, if you can, if your mind can conceive of something then all of the parts and pieces to make that happen for you already exist and you can have it. The fact that you can imagine it means you can have it. 
And it's just a matter of lining up with it vibrationally, like through your frequency, emit the frequency of that manifestation. And it has no choice but to manifest in your life. I mean, it sounds really simple when you put it like that, but it kind of is right. Like we do tend to get distracted sometimes, um, you know, like, oh, I need to clean my glasses. Oh, I need to water my plants. Like we can let ourselves be distracted and there's nothing wrong with that. It's kind of part of the human condition and you can wander aimlessly into some really cool things, you know, like that's definitely why I like to be aimless because I tend to find unexpected treasures along that path where, you know, I never could have even guessed that that's what I was going to rendezvous with, but because I didn't need to rendezvous with anything in particular, I just wanted something happy. Bam. There's a nice little manifestation of something happy. Um, it's nice. It's definitely nice, but, oh, I somewhat lost my train of thought, but that's okay because I had somewhat of a little thing that I wanted to talk about, which is meditation. So meditation, I feel like if you spend any time at all in this like spiritual new age space, meditation is like at the heart of what most teachers are talking about in terms of like everybody needs to meditate. And I don't know if you can tell how I feel about being told what to do. You know, so there's that, there's my natural inner rebel who is like, you're telling me I have to, so I don't want to. Um, but even aside from that, when I have meditated in the past, it's, it's somewhat challenging and it is definitely an acquired taste. I get that. Like it's an acquired skill even to be able to do it in a satisfying way. It takes practice right off the bat. Like think about <laughs> water skiing is the, is the example that just popped into my mind because I've really wanted to water ski my whole life and I just don't have the strength, mostly the arm strength to like hold on to the little thing long enough to stand up. I almost did it a couple of times and I keep trying and I keep trying and I keep trying. And right now in this moment, I'm kind of asking myself like, hmm, I wonder why I didn't keep trying at meditation. Like I couldn't water ski the first time, but that didn't stop me from trying a hundred more times. And meditation just has never really called me like that. Um, like I think it's pretty clear. Like I do most of my process in my journal with my thoughts engaged. And then I practice pointing my thoughts in a particular direction. And as I understand it, meditation is more about like releasing thought and allowing thoughts to come and go without attaching to them and just practicing that state of overall detachment where you're able to merge with the larger sense of who you are and allow your frequency to raise is why Abraham talks about it. She, I mean, is very passionate about when you clear your mind, your frequency raises and when your frequency gets high enough, you start rendezvousing with your inner being, with source, with your vortex, with your soul's path in this life. So every day, a little bit, meditate and raise your frequency a little bit more. And then tomorrow, do it again. And again, you know, after years of doing it, she, I, her vibration's pretty high. Her life reflects a very high, very full vibration. Um, 
And it, it is a practice and I totally get that. And so anywho, all of that to say, I'm very, very surprised that these last two mornings I've meditated. I, well, if you can call it that, I really like the app that I'm using and I'll tell you about it. Um, because it doesn't feel like I'm meditating, which I, that's perfect. <laughs> right. Cause like, it's just never really worked for me before. So, and I love how, how this even unfolded. It was very organic, um, in how this, these last two mornings even came to be. Um, I was on a different app, which I also find quite meditative. It's like this block puzzle game. It's a lot like Tetris. Um, and so I play that a lot and it's a free game. So there are ads and every once in a while, one of the ads that I saw was an ad for Headspace is the meditation app that I'm using Headspace. And one of the, I've seen the ad many times and never paid attention to it. Just wait the five seconds, close out of it, whatever. And then one of the ads was their one minute breathing exercise that they have in the app. And it, it put it on the screen for you to try like as part of the ad. And I didn't skip it after the five seconds. I like, I watched it. It has like, it was basically like a little smiley face and like on the inhale, the smiley face got bigger and then they have you hold it for a second. And then on the exhale, the smiley face got smaller and you do it for like five breaths. They walk you through like, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold. And you do five breaths. It takes a minute. And I did the whole thing and it was lovely. It was absolutely lovely to watch the little thing get bigger and smaller to show the words on the screen, breathe in, hold, breathe out, hold, breathe in, hold. It just was nice. And it was only a minute long. And I went immediately and downloaded the app and did the, like found the breathing exercise and did it again right then. And then kind of forgot about it. A few days later, I got in there and I, I was like, in my day, I was feeling really good. And the idea popped in my mind, like, Ooh, that breathing exercise, that sounds nice. And so I got in there and I did it and it felt really good. And I did it again, like right back to back. And the second time my mind wandered and I was bored in within the span of like this minute that I was trying to sit here and focus on this thing. And I was bored. And so like after the second one was over, I closed out of it and forgot about it again. And then yesterday, same thing. Like I was feeling really good. And this was before I started recording the first episode yesterday, after my morning time, before that episode, I go through a ritual is the word I use of setting the stage to record my podcast. And I don't so much do this when I do Astro Lessons, but every time I record one of these episodes, I do come, I, I take a moment to focus my intention is how, again, how I think about it and to set the stage. And this is, this is where, you know, again, I'm pulling from Dexter because I've been stuck there lately. Um, but Frank Lundy, special agent or FBI special agent, Frank Lundy on the second season of Dexter, he said a quote that is the truth speaks to me from a place of quiet. You have to set the stage to hear it. And that especially resonated with me because I do set the stage for these episodes. Like I've told you before that I sing a warm up song. Like I find a song that feels good and I practice like actually singing out loud to warm up 
my throat and my voice and the flow of energy through me. Um, and you know, I do things like clean my glasses and water my plants and all kinds of things to set the stage for me to feel ready. Today I lit a candle. Um, yesterday the idea popped in my mind that, Ooh, I want to do that breathing exercise. So I did, I, I clicked in there and I did the breathing exercise and it's a minute long. And then I, it goes back to the page for like, here's today's stuff. Headspace is technically a, a paid app. So there's very little that you can access for free. Um, and I, I clicked through it at one point just to see like, what all can I get for free? And one of the things is like a five minute morning meditation. And it's like kind of got every day of like, here's your breathing exercise, here's your morning meditation. And then there's like an afternoon lift playlist and a sleep meditation for bedtime. And the only thing I've ever done is the breathing exercise. Well, yesterday when I clicked, you know, it's over and I click back out of it, I'm like, ooh, what's this? I forget the title. I wish I would have wrote it down, but it was the, the morning meditation. And the way they do it is like the first two to three minutes is them talking, them explaining something, like kind of teaching you something. And then they walk you through like two minutes of quiet meditation and they're still guiding you through it. They're, they're reminding you that when your mind wanders, you know, gently bring it back. And, and they're, they're still giving you verbal cues throughout those two minutes and then it's over. And I was like, well, that was really nice. So that was yesterday. So then this morning in this whole like setting the stage moment where I'm readying myself and the energy to record this episode, I get the idea again that, yeah, I want to do the the breathing exercise and I want to see what the meditation's about today. And I really loved it. And I'm going to share a couple quotes with you guys from that headspace meditation. Um, the first thing he said was explaining meditation isn't about having a new strategy or self-help plan, but rather providing a framework in which to see the mind more clearly. And obviously that's really interesting. And I liked that explanation. Um, it's a practice of, or framework of seeing the mind more clearly that makes sense to me. And with everything else I've learned, it makes sense to me why you would want to see the mind more clearly. Um, and then he also added on later, which I felt was really important. Also, meditation is about learning to understand the mind, not change the mind. And that, oh man, <laughs> that feels like a big subject all by itself around what is the point of self-development and self-awareness and any of this, this self-help type work that, that we do, like, what's the point? Why is our why? And knowing those reasons is really important. And I think a lot of times in my past, I've meditated for a lot of different reasons. Um, meditated because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. That's a spiritual thing to do. So I should be doing that. Um, meditated because somebody else was meditated because I was really frustrated or upset and I was trying to calm myself down. So I've come to meditation from a lot of different angles and the way it's presented itself in these last couple of warnings have, has been really lovely of 
like two minutes of a quick, like mind opening monologue, which feels really nice for my mind. It's also, you know, it's generally relaxing. It's like, this is a chance to let the mind rest. And the mind does so many things for us all day long. But in this moment, we can give the mind a rest and just focus on our breathing. We can focus on the sounds in the room. Um, and so it's, yeah, it was just a really nice five minutes and not saying that like, I'm a total convert and I'm a meditator now, but like, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll continue to listen to these headspace ones as far as when I'm feeling good. And the idea comes to me that, Hey, that would be delicious. That would feel really good. Then I'm going to do it. I'm going to pop in there and spend five minutes. And it feels, it feels more attainable, more reachable, more approachable, um, than any other time I've rendezvoused with meditation. Like, honestly, at this point, like meditation has almost like this heaviness around it. Like, like the spiritual community at large, like so much energy has gone towards telling people you should meditate. Um, and like I said, my inner rebel just can't, just can't wrap my mind around that. But that doesn't change the fact that there's a reason that it got so much momentum in the first place. And nothing like crazy magical happened in my meditations yesterday or today, but I did feel the peace and the relaxation and the melting of my physical body. Like there was a moment yesterday and today where like how he puts it is like, feel the weight of your body meeting the support of the chair or something to that effect. And I just like tried to relax myself onto the chair as much as I possibly could. Like let the chair hold me like don't, like normally we hold ourselves, our muscles are tight so that we're holding ourselves. And I tried to let all of that go and just let the chair hold me. And I did. And it was so bizarre to like have my body be so relaxed that when I try to relax it, it doesn't go anywhere. And that sensation, like that's not magic. That's not like, that's not, I don't know, like woo woo hippy dippy. Like that's just my body being like totally relaxed. My energetic grid was like empty at that moment. It was like totally at peace. It was totally clear. And my body was not holding onto anything. And it only took a few minutes <laughs> to feel that peaceful. And then I move on into my day, you know, like it's an investment. Those few minutes, it, I mean, I'm glad that I was brought to it organically, like I said, where where it wasn't like I was forcing it on myself because I don't, like I said, I don't work well like that, but it was definitely yummy. It was definitely delicious yesterday and this morning, and that sticks out to me, you know? I like yummy things. I like to feel good. I like to have fun. I like to do things that make my body feel good. And this did. And in just five minutes yesterday and today. So yeah, I gotta say, I'll probably continue to do that. Uh, 
as it comes up, as the idea presents itself, because I've had that app on my phone for at least a couple weeks and, um, like how I am, I mean, I'll go along and then just forget about stuff and then it'll pop back up two weeks later. And one of the other pieces from this morning's meditation that he said was when your mind wanders and at that moment, my mind had definitely wandered. So I hear him coming into my awareness and telling me like, okay, from where you are right now, gently release that thought and bring your awareness back to your breath and this moment and the way your body feels in this moment. And the gently part, like, I think I get frustrated in meditation because my mind is really active and thoughts come and they come and they come and they come and they come. And I know the whole point is to like, let go of your thoughts and just focus on your breath. And like, that sounds so simple, but so like, why can't I do it? And I would like beat up on myself. But this morning I like, I heard him when he said, gently let it go and bring your focus back to your breath. And the gentle part, the being gentle on myself part, like I wasn't good at that. And I think that's why meditation didn't feel good is that when my mind would wander and I would catch my mind wandering, I'd be like, God, Carly, why can't you do this? Like, like just, you know, not understand and be like, you're not doing it right. And you're not going to, this is a waste of our time. And like, you're fucking this up and like, God, why can't you do this? And you were supposed to be getting something out of it. And like, you know, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So of course meditation was not enjoyable, but I realized this morning when he said that gently release the thought and bring the focus back to the breath, really meditation. What it is, is an opportunity to practice being gentle with yourself. And if you're not good at that, then yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable because it's just a moment between you and you. And it's an opportunity to see what's your self-talk like? How is it that you, what's your perspective on yourself? How is it that you talk to yourself? And if your self-talk is mean, meditation isn't very much fun. And this morning when he said gently, I did gently let go of that thought and bring the focus back onto the breath because who the fuck cares? Who cares if my mind wandered? Oh yeah, that's right. I was supposed to be focusing over here. Whoopsie. Okay. Release that thought. Come back. And just bring it back to the breath. There's nothing serious going on. You don't have to be perfect at meditation. The trick is actually giving yourself grace. It has nothing to do with how active your mind is or isn't. It has everything to do with how nice you are to yourself. So I guess whether I continue meditating or not, I'm really grateful (laughs) that I did it yesterday so that I would have the idea to do it today because that feels like a really, really, really yummy realization that, you know, in those, in those couple seconds of realizing my mind had wandered and then showing myself that I could gracefully forgive myself in that moment for getting off task. Oh my gosh. 
somebody report me. I'm off task in my meditation. Like that's usually how seriously I like to take things. But this morning I showed myself that I've, I've relaxed on a level where I was chill. I was chill towards myself and I was okay with the fact that my mind had wandered and I let go of that thought and I brought it back to where it was supposed to be. And the act of lovingly doing that, mm, that's going to stick with me for a while. So yeah, thanks meditation. (laughs) I had no idea. I had no idea that, you know, if I would get out of my own way, you know, my inner rebel who's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. You can't make me do that. Don't make me do it. I don't want to do it. (sighs) I spend a lot of energy pushing against things. I realize things that could help me. And I'm glad that you know, that's the path of least resistance. It's not the path of no resistance. I still have my resistance towards meditation. You know, I think that's obvious in my whole like inner rebel story. Um, and yet source still found a way to bring me to a meditative experience because source is fucking badass. Source is brilliant. Source can see where you are, can see where you want to be and can see every ounce of resistance in between and can guide you around and through and under and over all of that resistance and get you to where you need to be to deliver you in the perfect time to the perfect place. Source is really that good. I've, oh yeah, source is really that good. Source got me to meditate two days in a row. And if source can accomplish that, source can do anything. So I think I'll leave us right here. Oh, dear friends, thank you for listening. And until next time, you take good care, and so will I.